Hey, Dan. Hey, Will. What's going on, man? Nothing. We're a long ways away from each other right now. Leading busy lives. Yep. Uh, this is While I Talk. I am Dan Ryan. Daniel Paul I'm Ryan. Daniel Paul Ryan. You have three first names. Yep. Born April 18th, 1986. My social security <laughs> number is... Four- oh, no. oh, I better stop. Uh, I'm Will Noor. And we're doing a, you're not going to, you wouldn't necessarily know this, but we're doing a Zoom uh, podcast tonight just because we're. So we can't even fight in person. We're dads now and we've got all sorts of weird stuff going on in life. And we're getting down right down to the end of it. Not mm-hmm. of dad life, of guide life for the year. No, I think we probably got what, three or four more episodes left. Yep. And uh, it's it's funny how in the fall it like after the MWC tournament I was not at all like ready to be done fishing at all right right because right. it's like beautiful weather great fall fishing but then the weather starts to like weigh on you a little bit you know it's it is a great job that it like the mother nature just tells you to be done. <laughs> well and if you look at like the next few days we're gonna be in the mid 20s for the lows and only like 43 for the high right uh that's gonna chill off the water right now yeah yep and then then it looks real good after that next week looks beautiful and then you'll be back to being a happy guide yeah oh for sure i feel a little bad for the weekend warriors with you know like wanting to get like early october weekend it could be a lot nicer weather and still good fishing, but it, it'll be, it'll be great. This will be, this will be the apex of your fall. If you only fish weekends. Right. I would say you're probably right. This is probably your best chance of a real big walleye too. Right. Uh, hmm. This week we're going to do, we'll do a week in review. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about sand versus rocks in the fall and how electronics have maybe changed our opinion. Uh, we'll talk through our typical or our idea of a fall progression. Uh, we've got the One Stop Walleye Bonanza preview, <laughs> legit week in preview, and then we'll be done. Sweet. Um, hey, do you hear that? What? Oh, it sounds like a Portadoc jingle. Having fun in the sun. Local Porta Doc dealer today. Porta Doc.com. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that on purpose. Yes, you did. Shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know you you're a you've been a busy individual, not necessarily always in a boat this past week since uh since our last episode. Yeah, this is actually, today was the first day of fish since the last episode. How was it? Was it wonderful? You know, it was, it was sublime. (laughs) (laughs) I just watched The Office where he said that. (laughs) No, it was really fun. Um, Found fish in a few different places. Um, You know, I I wanted to check out spots where, um, where I thought I could catch a multi-species day. 
and I did that. We caught walleyes and we caught perch and we caught big pike and it was fun. Nice. Yeah. You're on, on Leech Lake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you jigging? This is the time to be out there, man. You jigging minnows. <laughs> you know me so well. <laughs> <laughs> you got me pegged. No, it it was it was perfect conditions for it. Uh, wind was out of the north. Actually, it was straight north, but if you got tucked in a certain area, it was blowing northwest, and boy, they bit pretty good. Especially, yeah. I found one pod, and it they just bit. So, sure. How how was you, how have you been? How was your week? It's it's been real, really. I know people get sick of us saying it. This week was fantastic. <laughs> after, after the MWC, it's just been crazy good on uh, Leech and Woman Lake. The fun thing about the two of them is how different they are, you know. I mm-hmm. and I like having both options, especially right now, where like Woman Lake fish are still like you'll find good schools, like good numbers, but you are very you're actively keeping the boat doing very specific things on those schools of fish, you know, and, uh, leech Lake, at least for me, most of my time out there has been like set your drift and forget it until you're 300 yards from where you started and then do that, do that drift again. <laughs> and like, I put my vantage down just to like, kind of think I have control over things. To play- but- <laughs> yeah, but really like we're gonna drift over like 40 walleyes in the next 15 minutes uh hopefully a few of them bite which is it's just pretty like, wild yeah and you can do more precision fishing on leech but you don't need to right now if you're if you're able to find big schools of fish uh that the lake is well known for in the fall just right good times man and we've in up until the last couple of days the weather has been just just i actually wondered like god are one's the other is there such thing as like too many fishy days in a row like are they <laughs> just like do they have a stomach ache right now they've been eating so well uh, they were extremely plump and the, like some of the fish i cleaned today had like 10 perch in them yeah they still crushed yeah <laughs> Just that time of year, I guess. Um, Dude, I, I would hate to be a bait fish this time of year. <laughs> Boy, that would suck. Oh, yeah. Just everything wants to eat you all yeah. the time. And probably trying really hard, too, you know? like Oh, it's not, yeah. It's not like July where a walleye is going to chase you for, like, four seconds, and if you, like, dart away, they're done. They're like, they're like, oh, there's bugs over here. Right. Now they're just like, God, he's still chasing me. <laughs> It's like in dodgeball, like the real athletic kid is always wanting to peg the guy with, you know, the guy with the short shorts pulled up way too high and the <laughs> curly hair and the glasses just want to crush him with a dodgeball. It's the same thing. The bait fish are the kid with, are the kid with the glasses. That's, that's what's going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, fishing's been great. I am surprised like on Woman Lake. Uh, I still yesterday caught most of my fish on a night crawler. That's I know that's wild, man. I know. I don't know why, but they like it. I wish I could stop using them because I get sick of all the bedding all over my boat. Like <laughs> digging a minnow thing, like it's just the boat's clean all the time. <laughs> it's just more water. Yeah. 
Um, so something to keep in mind if you're fishing this weekend is, and I do think this weekend we're maybe dealing with some calm water. Yeah. And I think that's going to, but the thing is it's going to be calm and cold. Yeah. So maybe those fish are going to eat night crawlers cause it's calm, but maybe they won't touch a night crawler because it's so stinking cold. Right. So it's a little bit of a conundrum. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the week was good. Leech Lake, Jig and a Minnow, uh, <laughs> Woman Lake, Reagan, Minnows and Crawlers. I haven't fished a jig wrap very much. Have you? No, no I, I did out on, I fished Boy a, a week ago. That was the last place I went was on Boy. And I fished a jig wrap for a while and I caught a little one. Hmm. But, it, you know, it did seem like on that school of fish that they, they sunk right to the bottom. Sure. Like I marked fish for a while and we had some bites. I was like, well, we'll give this a try. And it was like, you know, one and a half passes and I stopped seeing fish. Hmm. This is like, well, maybe it's the time of day. Maybe it's the jig and wrap. I don't know, but it certainly was not a good combination. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the problem with those things. It's like, if it doesn't work, if you don't, if you're not quick enough, to react to it, to, to, to put it away, you can burn a whole spot. And I think, you know, it might not have been what happened, but it, I, I've got a feeling that's what burnt them. Sure. So just be careful with them. Yeah, I don't, I like them more and more these days as like a midsummer tool instead of a fall tool. Just July I, and August. Yeah. Just because I feel like I can figure out a, a live bait way to catch them this time Mm -hmm. of year and Mm -hmm. i don't like one hook set doesn't matter that much to me right now is like you're really going for like 20 hook sets or 30 hook sets off of a off of a good spot you know so like figuring out how to get one fish to bite is not really what i'm looking for anymore right it's more about finding a jig and a minnow bite more so than a jig wrap bite right yeah because that's super fun (laughs) yeah yeah um i think we should just go right into the next thing we you and i have been talking a lot about like on not just on leech but how we find ourselves fishing sand more and more and um like why that why why are we doing that Um, so i've even i found myself looking for sand pockets on the little lakes too Mm -hmm. uh not just and that seems to be really important um and like a, a reason that I look for it, which is the same reason you look for it is because it's easy to see fish laying in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have like a direct correlation of, Hey, walleyes are in sand. Here's why, but I'm hoping you do. I just think there's food in there. They're, they're just edge, they're edge animals. So if they're in the sand, like on the little lakes, often they're in the sand adjacent to the weeds right for sure yeah edge creatures and that's another edge um i've been like on an inside weed edge kick this past week like looking inside of like uh if the weeds are typically growing from nine to 15 looking into like the the five to nine and there's usually sand in there or a harder bottom in there not Mm. you but the cases i'm thinking of so like the inside weed edges have actually been pretty good to me this past week. And no, are you doing that on a woman? Yeah. Nobody's you dirty devil. Nobody's looking in there. 
You're dirty, you dirty dog. <laughs> Nobody's doing that. Look at you being all crafty. Well, it's it's the luxury of having like pretty good days that give you some flexibility to look at new stuff. Like like I shouldn't take too much credit. I was in there looking for perch. Like the first time I was in there looking <laughs> for perch. Uh, that, that's not a perch and then they've been nicer fish uh, on those inside weed edges there's a bunch of not perch living in this shallow water yeah we should probably take advantage of this right right <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys we're we're looking for pit perch we caught five walleyes three pike and two smallmouth oops oh. oops <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with the imaging, like being, like you said, being able to see them and be so confident on not only like that they're in there, but that like, you know, exactly where they are in there, Mm -hmm. where, um, if you listen to our episodes from the, every other past season, we've talked about how shallow water is largely, um, electronic proof. And that's because like in the past we've fish so much shallow rock in the right bring in the fall and shallow rock is still is still like electronic proof right at least that's how we feel this year right now you know right um it could change but so now i just find myself like preferring there's all sorts of benefits to fish and sand man you don't tie as many jigs uh your customers know that the like anything interfering with their jig is likely going to be a fish Um, Mm -hmm. yeah and you can see them real well so it's when you drive it and then you can see them while you're even while you're drifting you can tell folks like all right we've got a pod coming up behind us isn't that wild yeah our jigs are going to get there in two minutes (laughs) um now, that's not saying that, oh, now that we can see them in the sand, that we're never going to go fish rocks. No, no. But what's the situation that you're like, okay, guys, we, we've, we're going to go fish some rocks now. Um, it, what, what's that situation? Either this, my sand is empty or we're filled out and we're looking for big bites. Because I do think there's maybe, uh, at least it's just too anecdotal, but the the couple pods of sandfish that I've found have largely been keepers on, mm-hmm. on leech and nice keepers, 17 to 20 inches, but they're not, they're not 26s. And right. those bigger ones are more likely to be in the rocks or more likely to be uh, relating to like in a bit more of, I also should say that like the sand I've been fishing is pretty like nondescript not a great like primary feeding location. I, I think they're roaming and eating out there, but uh, it's not like prime time feeding. So I think they're either kind of chilling out out there, still eating some during the day um, and maybe doing something else during their peak feeding periods. Um, but I think like the bigger predators are probably closer to those like primo feeding locations. But it's fall, so it doesn't matter because they're going to eat. Yeah. Yeah. That's the luxury we're in right now. Yeah. 
I caught my fish between I caught all my fish between noon and one o'clock today. Really? Not all of them, but I caught a bunch of them between noon and one o'clock, and then I went and chased other stuff. Sure. They just bite all day right now. Yeah, that's (laughs) that is a great thing. And if anything, they're gonna stop biting real good early in the morning. Like that's gonna if there's gonna be a trend, that's gonna be the that like the first hour of your trip would be a slow one. I'm starting late tomorrow keeping that in mind starting late Sunday because of that. Um, yeah. Just want the water to warm up a little bit or the day to warm up a little bit. Right. And plus it's, it. I mean, if you're fishing right now, you've been in the situation where your guides are freezing up when you're, when you're winding in and that's not all that fun. <laughs> no. no. So let's try to prevent that. We'll wait a couple, we'll wait an hour. It'll warm up by then. And everything will be good. Yeah, I think you could fish 10 to 2 and do do just fine. For sure. You could just pick, yeah, whenever's convenient for you to go fishing, you should be out fishing walleyes right now. Good call. Um, that's about it for that one. Should we take a little break here from one of our sponsors? Yes. This week's episode of Walleye Talk with Will and Dan is brought to you in part by Full Stringer Bait and Tackle. Full Stringer is going to be open past MEA weekend through the week after that. So you're looking like a, at a bonus five days of Full Stringer Bait and Tackle service. Uh, I am seeing a lot on their Facebook page that if you're interested in their apparel, they will ship that stuff out to you. So even if you're maybe done being up in the Longville area, uh, send them a message and any of their apparel they're happy to ship it out get it to you so you can sport their gear through the colder months of the year look them up full stringer bait and tackle what's next dan this next is uh the fall progression where we're at where we're going where we've been there's a real journey it is it got so it's been so good man it's been like it's definitely made up i think for our um lack of a spring jig bite yeah i am not lacking on jigging jigging hook sets uh, after after the last couple weeks (laughs) (laughs) um so where would you rank this so far amongst your falls the best for sure the best (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's great no doubt about it <laughs> yeah i'm happy I'm, it's, I'm smiling just thinking about it and <laughs> how much do you attribute that to the weather like i think if we were to look back you know if we paid a little bit better attention we like settled into like the low 60 degree water temp then got like good good normal weather pattern super stable weather and then mm-hmm. a- after the mwc we have we've had like eight days of clouds and wind and a, and it's been spitting like it, it's been a little uncomfortable um today was the first like cold one i thought where i like mm-hmm. uh like your hands hurt you know uh but otherwise we were dealing with like highs in the low 60s water temperature right at 60 degrees low skies and like a 10 to 20 mile an hour west or northwest wind how you can't write it up any better than that no it could be a lot different just based on the weather Mm -hmm. 
Um, but I think we're in a pretty good, we're in a sweet spot and it, it will change. Um, I think we're, we're past peak or, or very close to being past peak with, with fall fishing. Right. And then the good thing about fall fishing is past peak is still pretty darn good, you know, <laughs> pretty darn good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so where do you think we're at right now? I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that the weekend is going to be good. If, if nothing funky happens with this weekend, then I think we're going to be uh, at like pretty solid fishing through the Bonanza. I, I am a little worried that uh, the water's going to get too cold too fast the next couple days. That's, I think, a, a realistic concern. It looks like the next, if it can make the next three days, it'll be great. Right. But I would just make it three days. Yep. And even if it, even if we do get a little lull because of the cold, like next week's weather with highs in the low sixties is going to rebound it again. I think fishing will be good, but uh, I think there, there is a chance for some tough draws of, they are not biting today, you know? Right. Right. And I think a lot of that will be related to cold, cold water. I hope I'm wrong, but. Yeah, me too. got to like kind of get yourself geared up for like that feeling. Cause I've, I get, I get a couple of those every fall on leech, leech specifically every year. Um, Time to start grinding your teeth. Right. (laughs) Um, But with that, it just brings a unique set of challenges. You kind of like when I get into that, when into that mode, you, you kind of try different areas and, and deeper water that you wouldn't normally fish. And, uh, you know, usually the, the, the days that present those tougher days are, uh, they're calmer, they're colder and they're bright and sunny. Yeah. Yep. After those water temps have reached a certain temperature. Um, and it just, you know, even your bites, you know, like today, they just, they, I mean, they just pounded Mm-hmm. There was no mistake if you got bad. And like those specific days, it's, it's almost like you're running into a piece of Kara and you're like, well, is it a bite? Is it weeds? And it takes a lot of deciphering. Um, and a lot of times it's just a lot more experience to, to figure out whether that's, that is or not, because they'll hang on to it for so long before they do anything. Right. Right. And you don't really get that any other time of year. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, the spring stuff, they're usually, you know, stomping on it when they're biting a jig in a minnow. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, like the the Memorial Day, like. Other than opening day. Right. Um, Yeah, and then, then I think there are, like, adjustments you can make. Like, you can, you can still just fish a jig and a minnow through those days and, and maybe do all right. Uh, but I, I think there is still a time and place for rigging, rigging a minnow, even on leech, even right, rigging in, a smaller minnow, even in shallower water, trying to figure out a crafty way of getting a rig through whatever you're fishing successfully. Um, I have not fished a, I have not rigged a minnow up there at all this fall. It's like all George did today. It was rigging. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
Interesting. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it would have worked. On, I mean, I'm, the fish that you were interacting with today—they would have eaten just about anything, don't you think? Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They were not very picky. I don't, so, go ahead. Just the variety of minnows that I caught them on told me that they were not picky at all. Right. They yeah. just wanted meat in front of the fish. Yeah, it was. It was fun. It was very fun. Yeah. So I just don't don't go out there with just jigs, you know, like and don't I would say don't settle for like, oh, they're just not biting today. They you still have to figure it out figure them out sometimes in the fall. And it's not always about just running from one spot to the next. Right. Right. You can't just hit the six waypoints and call it a day. Uh this episode of Wally Talk is brought to you by the one stop in Longville. Uh, one stop's got a great selection of creek chubs right now truly some of the biggest creek chubs i've ever seen and they are super super cool and super super hungry and super big and ready to get eaten by a giant walleye so stop on in and buy yourself some giant creek chubs um you want to talk a little bit about the bonanza oh yeah the sucker's full we got a full bonanza it's uh what is the bonanza oh let me tell you it's a very very highly regarded tournament on leech lake i mean truly one of the best spectacles in the game (laughs) um it's out of sugar point resort 25 boats catching walleyes six biggest walleyes catch photo release you bring it back and you try and beat bob landerville that's what it amounts to. But unfortunately for us, well, maybe it's fortunate. I, I, I see it as unfortunate. Uh, Bob Landerville will not be fishing this year's no Bonanza. No way. Really? Yeah, wait. He's got to work. He's got to work. Gosh. I know it. It's like the fall one should get an asterisk on it if, if he's not in it. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought. Like, and if you don't get 40 pounds, do you really win? Can you really win with 38 pounds? Right. I don't think, I think it, I think even, to, you know what? I, I will, I will denounce, I will denounce my trophy if I win and I don't have 40 pounds. <laughs> no, you won't. I know I won't. If I win, <laughs> I win, but I'd like to get 40 pounds. I think that's what it'll take. Cause yeah. if Bob Leonard was not going to do it. I have not been catching a lot of big fish out there lately. Well, you've been spending an awful lot of time in sand. Right. I don't know, Dan. It's just fun catching a bunch of them. It is fun catching a bunch of them. It's all right. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get proactive about the big fish thing here this coming week. Um, You're fishing it, right? Yeah. Fishing Who are you fishing it. with? Farmer Bob, man. <sighs> That's a dangerous ringer. team. He's a ringer. It's a very dangerous team. Yep. Yep. He's all fired up too. Well, yeah, you guys have wanted a bunch of This guy gets out of a combine in in Colo, Iowa, gets in his truck, drives up here, puts a whooping on some of the local walleye anglers, gets back in his truck, drives it back, gets in his combine and just keeps harvesting. (laughs) What what an animal. (laughs) Such an animal. (laughs) 
<laughs> like the, the nicest guy you'll ever far from the truth what i just described there just an animal <laughs> um huh. so the bonanza is fully so you can't sign up for it but you should keep it on your radar for next spring we'll do one in the spring again and we're gonna do it out of pikedale next spring nice and the big thing is we just have to be carl I saw Carl on Tuesday and that's all he talked about was how he caught a big fish and that it's going to be big fish for the tournament. I'm like, Carl, you can't keep that thing in your live well for two weeks. Right. But he did catch a nice one. He caught a 28 and three quarter out there. Yeah, I know. It was Piggy. Real, real dark out. <laughs> yeah. Real dark out. But um, if you were fishing and not just the bonanza, if you're fishing this weekend, what would you be doing? Give me, give bring, me three options. Three I things. would bring two types of minnows and a nightcrawler. I would bring a jigging-sized minnow. I would bring a mid-to-big-sized rigging minnow and a nightcrawler. And I would probably focus deeper earlier and shallow, shallow later. Um, and I'd Try and figure out a bite. Use your trolling motor. Keep those trolling motors going. How do you like that answer, Dan? I, I like it. I don't quite know what it means. What do you mean with trolling motor? You well, if it's going to be calm, you got to keep moving. Gotcha. You got to keep moving. Gotcha. And I would take everything very slow. Except for the jigging, of course. <laughs> But otherwise, I would go. I'd go very slow. I was telling my customers. Uh, I was fishing out there a couple days ago, and uh, Pondur was out there, and <laughs> I was uh, telling them that like that we'd fished a tournament together. You know, they didn't they didn't know who you were, and uh, how like a, I didn't know a jig stroke was something that like made its way through the genetics. You know, <laughs> like it passed down from one generation to the next. And then they were both like, "God, that guy doesn't stop moving his arm." <laughs> Yeah, it's uh is that how you recognize them was through the jig stroke? You didn't recognize the boat, you recognize the jig strokes? No, I, I recognized the boat, but it was good confirmation. His <laughs> arm just kept whipping back and forth. <laughs> I think that's bad. Looks like he's driving horses. <laughs> yeah, I'd be I'd be excited about fishing uh this weekend. I think if you're up here you're you're a bit of a diehard. Um I've been getting some questions from folks about whether or not they should be fishing Leech Lake. Uh, and I, I think that that's probably an indication that they're, that they are cautious. The fact that they're act, asking me, you know, it's like a 16 foot boat question. Should I be on Leech Lake in a 16 foot boat? And that's a, that's a complicated question. I sort of, I just told these folks, over 10 miles an hour, you got to really respect that lake, especially in the fall, especially with cold water. And, and also, if you're not certain that every time you turn that key on your outboard, it's going to start, you should be very cautious about how you fish leech uh, this mm -hmm. time here. Yep. I just say that as a warning because we, we do talk about drifting shallow rocks a lot, which we do a lot. Mm -hmm. But there is an inherent risk in doing that, even in, uh, you know, a 2020 2090 uh you know there is there is a little bit of risk involved so make sure your stuff is squared away and that uh maybe if you're fishing 
I'd make sure it's nice to know that the, a few people in the boat are aware of uh, the, the dangers that maybe go with fishing big water in the fall. Certainly. And if you're fishing alone, I, I wear my kill cord when I fish alone uh, on Leech Lake. Uh, I think that that's a good thing to keep in mind that if you're fishing alone, then just do the couple simple things to keep yourself safe out there. Yep. Basic protocol. Uh, This is Walleye Talk. I'm Dan. I'm Will. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.